Hey Vessels, this is Love. And I'm Zion. And thank you for tuning in for another episode of Voice of a Vessel podcast, where we want to encourage and inspire you to be you. And where we grow in purpose, on purpose. This week, we're going to be talking about a troubled mind and about you and consulting with God. You ready, Ma? I'm ready. Let's go. I heard a person say, if your mind is troubled, you can miss out on an open door or opportunity. There are times where we are on the verge of getting through a struggle or reaching a blessing, but the troubles inside our mind will keep us from getting it and from taking the final steps through the door or making us doubt, which stops the opportunity. I'm so guilty of this because my mind wanders. I'm easily distracted, so I'm learning to let go of the troubles in my mind that makes me worry. And nine times out of ten, I'm worried about something that hasn't even happened yet. I'm concerned about the things that God has already handled for me, and I just didn't know it at that time. That was powerful to me because my first thought was, sometimes having a troubled mind will keep you from being able to see the manifestation of your blessing. Like Sometimes we want something, we ask for it, we pray for it, we expect it. At least we think we do. But when it happens, we're still so caught up in the situation that we can't recognize the solution. So sometimes we miss it or it takes us longer to realize because we were so troubled. But what was so powerful was the fact that you said more than likely it's something that hasn't even happened yet, something that may not even happen. And you put yourself in a place where you're not realizing the promises of the Most High because your mind is troubled. So your focus is off. You're not thinking right. Because you're allowing yourself to be troubled. It's important to recognize that so that we don't put ourselves in that situation. But also recognizing that the troubled mind does nothing good for you. So it's important to find ways to keep yourself from being troubled. And we're human, right? But we still have things to hold on to. We still have those promises to God. It's not to say that we're going to be perfect or we're never going to have those moments where something happens that causes us to be distracted. But it's important to get right back. Focus as quickly as you recognize that you are off. Put your eyes right back on him. One of the topics this week that we decided that we were going to talk about was it's not about you. And how that applies to us, how we have to like kind of keep that in the forefront of our mind, it's helpful to remember that, right? To be conscious of not to be so self-centered. And I ran across this quote from Mother Teresa that says, people are often unreasonable and self-centered. Forgive them anyway. If you are kind, people may accuse you of ulterior motives. Be kind anyway. If you are honest, people may cheat you. Be honest anyway. If you find happiness, People may be jealous. Be happy anyway. The good you do today may be forgotten tomorrow. Do good anyway. Give the world the best you have and it may never be enough. Give your best anyway. For you see in the end, it is between you and God. It was never between you and them anyway. I love that quote. That's really nice. I don't know if I ever told you, but I like Joyce Myers. I like her words and her sermons. And I bring this up because. I liked one of her stories where she talked about how she was a robot. When she woke up, she said it was like the devil would wind her up. And it was 
what about me? What about me? What about me? And once the devil wind her up for the rest of the day, she was like a robot talking about, what about me? What about me? What about me? And she had to realize that it wasn't about her at all. How many times do we go around saying, me, me, me? I did this. I need this. What can I get? I deserve this. What about me? And we fail to realize that our selfishness and self-centered mentality is what is keeping us from stepping into the next phases of our life. Romans 5, 3 through 4, rejoice in suffering because suffering causes perseverance and perseverance causes character and character causes hope. Sometimes it's not complaining, not thinking about yourself that causes the character inside of you that is needed for you to flourish in the future. Wow, Zion, that was powerful, man. Like, you've really been coming with some heat. What I got from that basically was focusing on you disables your ability to be effective, no matter how you think about it. Even if you're focusing on you for something beneficial in somebody else's life, it's still focusing on you. So it's anytime we take our eyes off of him, anytime we put the focus on us, we got to be careful because it limits our effectiveness. So I like our conversations even on the podcast because I think I've always told you you're never too young to imprint, even older generations. Talking to you sometimes I realize little nuggets and jewels and those little examinations I do within myself and I learn from you. You point out things from your perspective that I haven't considered from my perspective because I am older and I'm a mother. Hearing things from your perspective opens me up and teaches me little lessons. So I appreciate these moments because I don't really think you realize that even while we're just on the podcast, I'm learning and I'm growing. So it's it's even helping me. I just want to publicly encourage you to keep being you and thank you for being you because your own mother actually learns from you. And I'm not ashamed to say that. I don't know why I would be, but I just want to let you know I appreciate that about you. Thanks. It was something that I personally had to learn. Sometimes when I'm angry or frustrated or whatever emotion that could be negative, I have to tell myself that it's not about me. I have to take out that negativity and realize that it's never about me. And that can prevent A lot of things from happening based on my temporary emotions in that moment. Because one of the best things I was ever told in my life was to never make decisions based on emotions because emotions are temporary. They come and go. So I try to remember that in those moments of anger and frustration and rage and all other stuff. I feel like this right now, but later I feel something completely different. Hey, Zion. Yeah. I think it's time. Time for what? Time for some random ridiculousness. So I hit Zion up and I'm at work. So I'm like, I need you to run to the store for me and hurry up because, you know, I'm about to go on break. She responds to me and says, I need to be mom and make some decisions. With a whole bunch of laughing emojis. Okay, hold on, hold on, hold on. Can I stop there? Because what I originally tried to say is I need you to be mom and make some decisions. Because if you go back previously, we were trying to decide what I wanted from the store. Either way, your response was, I need to be mom and make decisions. I was like, hold up, wait a minute. It was a typo. 
So you can't really get it mad at me. It was a typo? I mean, I said it wrong. Obviously, I didn't want to say that. But Obviously. continue reading the messages. Okay. So my response was, I said, if you want the role, handle everything in capital letters that comes with it, and I'll give it to you. And what did I say? <laughs> you said, LOL, I meant decide if you wanted to accompany me to the store. LOL. But okay. I do not want any of the responsibilities, so I'll be silent. I don't want the responsibility. I don't want to be mom. And sometimes, you know, your children try you. They think that they got this or they don't need you or they can make decisions for you. I never thought that. Or on your behalf. It's just sometimes you be indecisive and you be coming at me like, so I'm just making a decision. Well, how am I going to make a decision for you if I don't know what you want to make? I don't know what decision you want to make. I'm just saying, like, you know what I like. Do I? Because obviously, I don't. I don't. I'm trying not to bust out laughing on this mic. You don't know what I like, Zion. I mean, not really. Because when I would do something, thinking that, oh, you'll like it. How? Why would you do that, Zion? How dare you get this? How dare you think that you can make decisions on my behalf? Like you just said, not even five minutes ago. So I realized, you know what? Let me not make any decisions because obviously <laughs> I do not know better. Really? I'm, I'm so weak right now. Like my cheeks are hurting so much because there is so much accuracy in that, really. <laughs> like I'm going to be honest, full transparency. I don't have nothing to hide. For me, it's boneless wings and pizza. Like I feel like it's hard to mess it up. Not to say you can't. I don't know why those things are hard. It's the simple things. Hold on. Go but back if- to the pizza incident though. I like stuffed crust pizza myself. When I get stuffed crust pizza, she's like, why would you get stuffed crust pizza, Zion? Who likes stuffed crust pizza? You know, I do not like stuffed crust pizza. Why would you get this, Zion? You know what? Now dinner's ruined. Because <laughs> you got stuffed crust pizza. <laughs> Stuff like that is like, wow, okay. Hold on. Hold on. No pizza for nobody. <laughs> the reason why I'm laughing so hard is because that is not the truth. As an example. To see my child up here exaggerating on the podcast is I can't believe it like I'm just it was an exaggeration that example per se but like you do that with other stuff I never have to ask who likes stuffed crust pizza because I'm fully aware that two of my children my oldest two love stuffed crust so when stuffed crust pizza comes in the house I know it's for them I know that one of them ordered it I have no problem with them having stuffed crust pizza but don't go get two large pizzas and they're both stuffed crust because my question then will be, where's my dinner? Because I don't eat stuffed crust. Okay, let me give you another example. <laughs> this is a real example now, guys. My mother asked me to go to a store to get some buns. Going to get buns. I'm like, huh, I'll get two buns. I come home and she's like, well, why'd you get a two things of buns? We're not going to eat those buns. Wow. I thought we would eat the buns. And she was like, come on, Zion. So that was a real example. But this happens on many occasions. And it's so frequent that, you know, it doesn't really linger. I don't like to keep stuff in. I let it go. So I don't really remember. Forgive and forget. You remember the movie The Breakup? When Vince Vaughn was telling uh, Jennifer Anderson about the 16th Chapel and the so lemons. That's a little bit different. How is that different? It gave less lemons than what she asked for. I gave more. 
least we can still use them. I mean, what if I only brought one pack and we needed both packs? You're right. Rather You're right. Safe than then I would have been like, you know what, Zai? That was good thinking. You're right. I get it. And it was I good thinking because we used the buns, didn't we? I don't know, did we? I used I, it for BLTs. Did you, did you use all the buns, Zion? Buns did you make sure the... How do you know I didn't throw away buns? Why would you throw away buns? Because they were old and out of date. They weren't out of date. How do you know? Because I knew the date. <laughs> and, <laughs> and you checked the calendar of the date. <laughs> I knew the buns were out of date. <laughs> I mean, I think they're still actually... You know what? They went out of date yesterday. You know what, Zai? You too much. I mean, I got it from somewhere. Really? So, no matter what I say, you take every opportunity to throw me under the bus. Is that what it is? I mean, if you're going to come at me. How do I it? come at you? Me saying you too much is not anything negative. No, no, no. You're right. That's cool. The beautiful part about this is people on the outside looking in would be like, yo, how did a relationship? But... Man, I love truth so much, so I believe that there's so much beauty in truth. And that's what our relationship is. It's not always perfect. We get truly ugly sometimes. However, we're honest with each other, and we build together. I just said that I learned a lesson from my daughter. We work together, and I feel like every single relationship in our lives should be like that. We should work together to build each other. All of our relationships should do that for us. And if not, find a way to make that relationship work. Like, find a way to build in that way with everyone you're connected to. So, yeah, we love each other. We have fun together. But we also have those real moments, man, where Zion try to carry me. I'm just saying. I be telling y'all. I said a while back on the show that those moments where I started to get frustrated or maybe even confused about something or things don't seem to be going how I know they should be going. Those are the ways that I realize that I'm not spending time in the word the way I should, or I'm not worshiping how I should. I'm off. Those are the times that I have to refocus and make sure that I realign myself. For me personally, it's making sure that I consult with him before doing anything, before making any decision. He's the lover of my soul. So I want to be able to talk to him about everything, the little things, the small things, what I think about, what I dream about, what hurts my feelings, what makes me happy, how I can be of service or how I can help or how I can make a difference. Everything, all of my thoughts, everything that's on my heart, all the things that make me feel a certain way, I give all of that to him, every part of me. And I want to know that everything that I do and everything that I say is cleared by him, has his stamp of approval. For me, it's a process. It's been a process. It's still a process. It may always be a process. However, I recognize it and I understand the importance of consulting him and how sometimes we do things and we're so empowered. We think that it's the right thing. We feel like it's the right thing, but everything good ain't God. It's important to know the difference. It's important to be able to have discernment and to be able to see sometimes what you can't see. I mean, that's really what faith is, right? And to pray on it and wait on it. Sometimes you got to wait some things out. And then with full faith and confidence in him, trusting him, then you're able to make some moves and make some decisions, but not beforehand, not before consulting with him. Because when we don't, when I don't, I'm frustrated. I'm overwhelmed. And for me, that's just kind of been one of those disciplines that I've been working on and really being intentional about because I have too many times in the past 
found myself in situations where I was paying for something that I did out of the kindness of my heart. I learned a lesson of just because I'm trying to be of service or just because I have good intentions does not mean that it's my job or it's my role or that's what God has for me. And sometimes we seek to do things because it seems like it's the right thing to do or because it can be of a benefit. But if God didn't call you to do it, you messing in his business and you end up reaping something that you didn't intentionally sow. Yeah, it's very important to have an intimate relationship with God. His little nudges and whispers can make a big difference in your life. It's vital to have those moments in your quiet place and worship, building that spiritual man up. We talk about building the businesses, talk about building foundations for homes, building our bodies, building our health and our wealth. But it's essential to not forget about the spiritual man, which I feel like is the most important. Because if you can build on that spiritual man, all those other things can and will improve in the process. Building that spirit can prevent us from doing things that God didn't tell us to do. Because when you actually have built up that spiritual man, you want to ask or talk to him about everything and anything. Sometimes I'd be asking God, should I go to the dump today or should I work out or keep sleeping? Doesn't mean that I always listen to it because obviously most of the time I'm sleeping in. But it's the intention behind building that relationship. I thought it was so powerful and so important that you talked about how we build up everything else, but we have to build our spirit man. I love listening to Bishop Keith Clark. He does this segment called Temple Time. And he's given the word like a Bible study, but he does it while he's exercising. Sometimes he's walking, sometimes he's maybe on his treadmill or like a recumbent bike or something like that. But he's working on his physical while building his spiritual. And I think that's so important. It's such a great concept. And it's important to remember because our bodies are his temple. And so we have to take care of the outside as well as the inside. And as always, we always end with a quote. Did you have anything this week, Zion? Okay, this quote is from Nicole Crank. It says, God will not only solve your problem, he'll turn it around for your good. So I love that because if you have a problem, again, you know he's got you, right? He's going to make it work out for your good. That's one of the promises that we have in him. It reminds me of Romans 8, 28. For we know that all things work together for those that, who love him, who have been called according to his purpose. We have that promise that it's going to work out. And, you know, we talk about problems, but sometimes people don't see themselves as having a problem or having an issue. And if you don't have a problem or you don't have an issue, even if you don't feel like it, right, just know that wherever you are, whatever you're experiencing, there is still greater. It just keeps getting better and better. Everything, all things, not some things, not one thing, all things work together for our good allow god to work out your problems allow god to use you to help others with their problems because you are a voice and a vessel so don't forget to be a blessing make sure to hit the subscribe button and check out our website at vesseltobleshu.com anything you want to hear on the show let us know we want to encourage and inspire you to be you shop our merch read the blog and check us out on Facebook and Instagram at Vessel to Bless You, where we grow in purpose on purpose. Shout out to Jay Weeks 
with the dope beat. Where the music at? 